Hey guys, welcome to episode 15 of A Wrestling Gal Podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J, as today I am joined by YouTuber, content creator, and in my opinion, very famous TikToker, X3. Now let's chat! Hello, everybody. Today, I'm joined by your boy, X3. So, how are you today? Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm a little sore, but, you know, we feel good. <laughs> so, first, let's talk your childhood as a wrestling fan. So, how and when did you get hooked? Honestly, from, like, it's, it feels like birth when I was, like, a baby. I remember, like, my dad was watching SmackDown. That's, like, the earliest memories I had. And I used to get, like, the figures and, you know, like, the little, the, what is like, the foam belts. Yes. So that's that was like kindergarten maybe is when it started really taking off. Who were some of your first childhood favorites then? Childhood favorites? I'd say like Shawn I feel like Shawn Michaels was <laughs> one of them. Like that's been like my all-time favorite. Yeah, same. And believe it or not, like second and third grade, my boy Jimmy Wang Yang was like my that was, that was like you feel me. That's like that's like you don't really hear people like mm-hmm. oh wait yeah, Jimmy Wang Yang is one of my mm-hmm. favorites now. Like that was that I was like one of my favorites. Of course, as a young kid, John Cena like obviously you everybody know, yeah like Chain Gang and like Basic Economics. John Cena was like that dude back then. Did I, you used to dress you know, up as John Cena? <laughs> I tried. Uh-huh. I I don't remember what I did. I think I tried to do like the word life knuckles and I or I wanted one or mm-hmm. wanted some. Never really, never really took off in the fashion aspect of wrestling, though. <laughs> and I know you've actually drawn some inspiration from wrestling and turned them into some very viral TikToks. Yeah. So tell me more about your creative process in developing these quite awesome TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I don't even think about them. Like, one day I'll just be, like, doing something. Like, you know what be funny? And then I'll see what it will look like in TikTok. And then I just go. It's kind of, like, off the dome type like, I'll be, like, I'll be at work and, like, just, like, trying to take my mind off of work and, like, mm-hmm. what, would be, what would sound funny? Like, oh, that's, like, it would be, like, basically watching a skit in my head. I'm like, right, actually, I can make that into a TikTok. And then I, since I know how the app works, I can, like, try mm-hmm. to, how would I make it 60 seconds or 50, 15 seconds or the, the sounds, you know, like, sometimes I have to just scroll on TikTok to get inspiration. I'm like, oh, that's a funny little trend. I can make it a wrestling version. Like, the uh, poses I did, uh, that that was, like, really easy to do. So, yeah. it's like, I don't really put too the much renders. thought in them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that too, well, that was just really random. That was like, the match card graphics one, mm-hmm. I was just chilling in the bathroom, like, just on the toilet, you know, I was like, you know what? <laughs> it's like, my girlfriend was like, in the bed sleep, was like, you know, since I'm in here, I want to see what this looks like. And then that was like, the first one that really got the ball rolling. Well, other than the, um, the Tope one, that, that was like my first one, but the one that got the ball rolling for consistent TikToks was the wrestling match cards. Do you have a lot of fun with Brandon filming some of them? Yeah, like, honestly, we are, like, I we just started filming the bloopers, so you can just see how fun mm-hmm. it is. It's very funny. Like, we will just sit there and just do stupid shit, like, all the time in the house in general. So when we're filming TikToks, it, it just carries over. Like, our uh, Total Divas TikTok was probably the, one of the most fun I had filming. Mm-hmm. Because you have to, like, watch the uh, clip of Total Divas, get the script down correctly. Yeah. And try to sound like them. It was really funny. And the slaps, too, because it, that that took, like, five takes to try to slap Brandon, <laughs> like, Summer. 
Now, I have to ask, how in the heck did you get Jimmy Wang Yang to collaborate with you? I, I need okay. this story. I remember you freaking out on Twitter, and then all of a sudden, you <laughs> post this TikTok, and I'm like, how did he do this? Okay. So, to explain, I don't know how your audience is, but this is about to get a little PG-13. You're fine. We don't condone drug use here, but <laughs> <laughs> I was slightly intoxicated. We were watching Worlds Collide, and, you know, I'm, like, I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, you know, this is a good match. And I swear, like, you know, like, my history with the Royal Rumble thread. I don't know if you were following me at that time, but I did the thread of Jimmy Wayne Yang needs to be in the Royal Rumble. Yes. So that's how me and him became cool in our DMs. And he, uh, we were at Worlds, we were watching Worlds Collide, and Jimmy Wayne Yang DMs me. He's, like, hey, can I call you? And he's, like, call me real quick. And I'm, like, I'm sitting there pretty, pretty high. I'm, like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, there's no way, like, I, what was in this? Because Jimmy, I'm like, I look at my girlfriend, I say, like, hey, can you read this? And she's like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, everyone, because we were here at the house, so everyone here is like, what happened? Next, I'm like, Jimmy Wang Yang wants me to call him. And they're like, what the hell? So I go to the bathroom. I'm like, hey, he's like, what's up, man? Um, do you live in a, he's like, are you in a, you're in a day in area, right? I was like, yeah. And he like asked me if I was near some strip club, because I guess that's where his party bus was at. He's like, yeah, um, I have an idea for a TikTok that you know i think would be very funny i was like okay because <laughs> i'm still oh not really processing. Like, yeah and he's like yeah man so like if you're down we can do it i was like okay and then he's like can you send me your address i was like oh you mean right now he's like yeah i was like oh okay oh and then it's like registering. I was like okay holy shit all right i'm super out of my mind right now and i'm trying to save his uh, i'm sorry i'm trying to save his number and send him the address <laughs> but like my iPhone was just wasn't working. Like, what is going on? Uh-huh. So I had like, so it was like a split second where I was like, all right, whatever. So I come out the bathroom and I'm like, guys, so like, was well, like, uh, Jimmy Wayne Yang's on his way to the house right now. And there was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so he comes, he comes up. And he's like, I don't have that much time. I have this idea for a TikTok. Now, originally, my idea was that I was going to be on the couch. I'm like, dang, another year without Jimmy Wang getting the Royal Rumble. I go to the kitchen and I open up, um, I open up the freezer and I close it and he's standing in the kitchen. He's like, it's okay, serious. Maybe next year. And I'm like, thanks, Jimmy Wang Yang. That would have been hilarious. Uh-huh. But he's like, yeah, you, um, I pull up in my truck and you give me directions to Houston and we get mixed up and you give me the wrong directions. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, whatever. So we go out there and film it and it, and if you look, you can see how like, how not sober i was in the video because he gives me i give him directions and then i thank him about the directions yeah. and like we edited it so it looks smoother but when we when we did it first time i was like yeah you go this way he's like oh you go this way this way and it looked really weird and like corny so i was like all right i'm gonna cut it and we're gonna work around it so it looked it flowed a little bit better yeah so I didn't think about it till the morning. I was like, I'm going to watch this back. And I'm like, thanks, Jimmy Wang. And everyone's like, why are you saying thanks? I'm like, look, I was high, okay? <laughs> Listen, leave me alone. But, yeah, I don't – I still think about that often, of like how he just showed up. <laughs> it's house. so iconic. And especially because, um, like I said, I did the Royal Rumble stuff in 2017. Yes. And now, all of a sudden, this year, like – a little later last year, people started, like, getting on the Jimmy Wang Yang meme bandwagon. Like, they weren't even messing with Jimmy Wang Yang like that, but I was like, nah, I am the leader of, like, the Yang gang. Like, mm-hmm. I started this revolution. Nah, I'm about to I'm about to get it going for real, though. So that, that was, like, a great night in our TikTok history. 
I remember that day, and my whole timeline was freaking out, and I was so happy for you <laughs> that you kind of I, achieved a childhood dream. Like, I don't know if I could talk about what we had, what we were supposed to do, but that would have been ten times better than Jimmy Wayne Yang being on a TikTok. But, like, I'm going to just say soon there's going to be some people in, involved in our TikTok that's going to, like, blow people's minds. Okay. Like, well, we were supposed to make one at, uh, and I'm going to say we were supposed to make one at NXT. I'm going to just leave it at that, but we didn't have the time to do it. Ooh, okay, okay. It was supposed to be wild. Hopefully we see it in the future then. Yeah, yeah there, there are some, some cool-ass shit happening soon with our TikToks. I, I'm, I'm going to try to like keep it on wraps, but you know, I'll tell you after the podcast what was supposed to go down. Okay, I look forward to it. Now we also have to talk about your growing YouTube channel where you create a variety of videos, but I think my favorites are the stupid shit videos yeah. <laughs> that you've even made into a t-shirt, but what yeah. kinds of videos are your favorites to film? Believe it or not, stupid shit isn't even my favorite to film, mm-hmm. which is why I like stopped. I look, I, like, I kind of stopped doing it because I didn't want to get mm-hmm. in that bubble, mm-hmm. but like, the, like, it's like, I'm indifferent because I love making those, but I guess I have to take a break for a while because that's all I was putting out. Yeah. But, like, definitely stupid shit videos, because I can just, like, just talk shit about the fans who rightfully deserve it. Because it's not like I'm going to, like, innocent fans, like, hey, I like the show. Like, oh, you like the show? You're a fucking idiot. Like, no, it's like people mm-hmm. saying genuinely, like, sexist things or, you know, stupid ass shit. But those are fun to make. I just started doing some gaming content soon. Well, like, just now, like, I did a, um NHL video. Yes. And not making a rock band video soon. So, like, it, well, actually, the prediction videos are my favorites, just because of how ridiculous they get. And I've done some prediction episodes, too, and they're always fun, but then you end up being yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, like I, because if you, like, if because like, a lot of people in the community, they'll be like, oh, yeah, if I get such and such a prediction's wrong, then I have to do whatever the punishment says. Or, like, you mm-hmm. know, I would just be like, hey, guys, today I have a kendo stick, a trash can, and a steel chair. They're going to beat my ass every 90 seconds while I predict this card. And it was, like, really fun, and it hurt a lot. And we did the um, WrestleMania shot collar predictions, so that's definitely coming back this year. Like, the ridiculous prediction videos where I'm just hurting myself and barely talking about the cards. Now, I also mentioned that you created your own merch, which you already, if you already haven't looked at, you should totally check it out on Teespring. But yeah. another popular one that you've created is the iconic H3K, where you okay. replicated yeah. Shawn Michaels that, the okay. Miss. So I need to know what drove you to replicate that specifically, because I remember this day very vividly. (laughs) A lot of people who follow me remember this day. So we're going to rewind a clock back to Valentine's Day of 2019. I was was just joking, but I have the title. I'm like, you know, 200 likes, I'll recreate this picture. Knowing at the time my tweets didn't do that well. Yeah, Jordan got you over. Yeah. She's like, hey, guys, like this tweet. I was like, oh, come on, dog. Because I, I forgot that she, you know, like, I forgot she was going to do some shit like that. So it got, like, a thousand likes. I'm like, you know what? I'll do it. So everyone's like, we wait next. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to drop it at midnight because this is on Valentine's Day and I'm naked. <laughs> and it's going to be funny. So I did that and people were just losing their damn minds. And I was like, you know what? I'll make it in a shirt. I don't care. Because a lot of people think I'm, like, narcissistic and, you know, full of myself, which I used to be, but now it's selective. Like, there are certain Mm -hmm. times I'll do it. But I'm like, there's not a lot of people who's confident enough to even do that in the first place, let alone put on a shirt and then wear it in public. Mm -hmm. So I did, 
And people was like, oh, come on, X, you're going too far. I'm like, am I, though? <laughs> like, eh, am I, though? Like, do you expect anything less from me? The only problem I have with a shirt is sometimes I forget I'm wearing it, and I showed up to a few family <laughs> events with the shirt and had to you explain. You didn't. Like, Tell me you didn't. Yeah. I went to, like, my cousin's house. I think it was, like, an engagement thing. But knowing my cousin, I thought it would be like, oh, yeah, be, like, a little chill, not you know, family, family oriented, but I get there and there's like his girl's like grandma and like mom and sisters <laughs> and like auntie. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I, I did not think I was going to hear, be here with this important event with my naked ass on my shirt. It, it was very like, I like wearing it in settings. I shouldn't wear it. If that makes sense. It does. It does. And it's funny too. Cause it's so like just out there. It's, yeah, it's but just it, it's yeah. like, why are you naked on your own shirt? Like, I don't know. <laughs> why, why aren't you naked on your own shirt? And you did just mention Jordan Grace. And I need to know about that one time she body slammed you onto oh. her opponent. So how oh, did you guys get me, to doing right. that spot? So she has the spot where she body slams people on her opponents. And she, um, dropped the shirt that says slam me. And on the back, it's like a, um, oh, what is it? Like the waiver or whatever. It's like, I give permission to Jordan to slam me. I won't sue, whatever, whatever. So we go to Warrior Wrestling this week. This, mind you, this is a weekend where I went to four shows in three days, mm-hmm. which is wild in itself. And we get there to meet Jordan. And, you know, she got us, me and Lizzie were supposed to go, but Lizzie got sick that morning. But, uh, Jordan helped us out and got, us tickets for free for that show and we were meeting we were meeting her at the meet and greets and since this is on mother's day there wasn't a lot of people there in the first place but it was like a decent show up because i've seen their recent shows where they're like more people but since it was mother's day it was you know like half and um so we were at the meet and greets you know like since i've met her a few times and i talked to her it it was just like seeing a friend again she's like hey i'm like what's up you know she got me the shirt because i ordered the shirt before I went to uh, Chicago to go to that show, but it didn't show up in time. And she was like, I'm going to just give you this one and not ship it out. Because, you know, since I was getting slammed tonight, I was like, hell yeah, I'm down. You know, like, not thinking anything of it. Like, yeah, I'm down, whatever. You know, she's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm sitting in the front row. So, all right, bet. We'll, I'll, like, you'll know when to do it. I'm like, yeah, I got you. And then we, like, we, like, you know, we leave, we say goodbye, whatever. Like, wait a minute. I just realized I don't know how to take a body slam. <laughs> I'm not, she didn't explain to me what's going on. So I'm like, all right, I I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. So during the match, they you know spill out to the outside and like, who wants to get slammed? And she looks at me because she knew that right there. The one thing, if you watch on Warrior Wrestling Five on the High Spots Network, you can see I hop the fence, I hop the barricade, crowd pops. They're like, oh, this dude <laughs> hopped the fence. I'm like, well, all right, I can see you don't see this often. Relax. But what I forgot to also account, like I knew she was strong. So I was like, yeah, this would be no problem. I also did not realize I'm fucking towering over Jordan Grace. Oh, so, yeah. like, they didn't, no one taught me how to go for a body slam. So I go, and she just grabs me, like, oh, okay, this is happening. My leg was still on the ground, and my right, like, my right leg was on the ground. My <laughs> right arm is on the ground. So if you can just get a visual of me mm-hmm. just lanky over, and then I just get dropped on Jordan, and it made her look bad, I'm like, okay. And then Tessa, like, she, like, yelled, like, learn how to post. I'm like, Tessa, I'm not a fucking wrestler. I don't know. Like, I, like, I, I get oh dropped gosh. on her. I'm, like, shooting around. I'm, like, trying to sell because I don't want to just pop back up in front of the camera. So I'm, like, laying on the ground. Like, I don't know when to leave and to get to my seat. So I'm trying to, like, crawl. I'm, like, I don't – the cameras don't show it. But after I get dropped, 
I roll out the way and I'm just laying on the ground with them for like a good minute. Just like, I don't know where to go. And I'm like, like army crawling on the, like on the floor trying to get to the stage or whatever. It was like, I enjoyed it because it's not often you botch with your favorite wrestler unless you are a wrestler. And that was fun for me. But people like, Hey, X, learn how to do this. Oh, X, (laughs) you suck. I'm like, Hey, guy, I'm not a wrestler. Hey, guy you didn't get in there and i did you but and a lot of people don't realize the guy that was after me was way worse than i was mine looked not that like if you compare the two i'm gonna say i didn't look that bad but no i messaged her yesterday hey i've been wrestling school i know how to pose for a body slam so i can redeem myself you know (laughs) so like but that was like one of my favorite wrestling moments though because then i was on botchamania Yes, I remember and, that. And I'm like, damn. But now, <laughs> I, once again, don't know if I can talk about this, but I'm going to be on Botchmania for another reason. Ooh. So, like, that should be coming out in, like, in the next few days. But, yeah. So, I redeem myself in the Botchmania aspect. Because I always wanted to be on Botchmania, but maybe not in that way that I was on originally. Yeah. <laughs> so, but now you're redeeming yourself. Okay? Yeah. You you can redeem yourself for sure now. Yeah, I, I got her for real this time. Now tell me about Stift and how you got a show on the High Spots I Network. I still don't understand, but I remember the night. Like it was the night we did the the tope cone. He like the um when the rest was waiting on outside for the dive. Uh, TikTok. Me and my boy Phoenix Nitro. You know, go go everybody show the love to my homie. But we did the TikTok, and you know that got rounds. And I think he was like, "Yo, me and X should get like a show on like High Spots or something." And there was like okay i'm like wait huh <laughs> like they follow us and like and people were like yo i'd watch that so we had a few names originally planned for stiffed but they were a little bit too long but they were funnier but like our main goal was to make it a dick joke so yeah like you get stiff in wrestling because you know you, you like a stiff clothesline but also penises get stiff it's funny <laughs> it works both ways and we're like, we got to do something that, you know, we we're like the first YouTubers or like content creators, I should say, that they work with on iSpots because everyone who has their show is like a wrestler. So we'd be like the first content creators. We were, well, we are the first content creators who had their own show of that nature where we're doing skits on Stift. We're doing, um, we're, we're doing like all comms. We just watch a match and we're going to start changing some shit up in the next episode, which we got approved for finally. Everything's been hectic, but. For, like, episode, we got, like, interviews and maybe more skits rather than just the whole episode being all comms. So, like, the first episode was, like, a test run, but we know what we messed up on and what, you know. Uh-huh. So, like, hopefully episode two is a lot better than the first one. I still think that's really cool. You got your own show. You're really making your way up in yeah. this world. And you've obviously, like you said, you're involved in a lot of content creation. Yeah. So do you have any specific goals you want to achieve this year in that realm? I'd say with content creation, I'd say work with more wrestlers on TikTok, which is in the works. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have been trying to get this to, you know, I say like they try to get me and Brandon to be like the main dudes to work with WWE and their TikToks, which I think would be pretty cool. Like I'd love to like work with like or like at least do like a social media takeover for WWE or you know like hey it's these dudes from TikTok on our you know we're taking over Instagram you know so cool things like that or have one of my TikToks get me booked on a show that's like a big goal of mine is like hey we have X3 here I don't know what he's gonna do but he's here like mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah that's kind of just up there really and just basically growing even more 
And also switching gears here, we can't forget that right now we are in the midst of WrestleMania season, and I'm sure you've been following along. But is there maybe one or two feuds or matchups that you find yourself most invested in? Edge and Randy Orton. And Roman Reigns and Goldberg only because Roman Reigns is about to get that title back. Oh, wait, and the Fiend of John Cena. There we go. If I had to choose the one most, I'd say the Fiend of John Cena, though. What compels you most about that? Because I've been waiting. I have been waiting. See, (laughs) I am a firm believer of the fact that Bray Wyatt should have won at WrestleMania 30 and that Undertaker should have beat Brock Lesnar and that on WrestleMania 31, Bray Wyatt beats Undertaker's streak as a new face of fear. It would have made perfect sense. But, you know, I'm I'm just before I get into a heated dialogue about why that irritated me and it derailed <laughs> Bray Wyatt until he got his bearings back as the fiend. And now it makes sense because John Cena set him back. And is righting the wrongs of WrestleMania 30. And, ooh, I'm, I'm so ready. I'm ready. So your prediction is that The Fiend will overtake John Cena, yes. I'm assuming? And if, okay. If, if John Cena wins, I might cry again. I, well, I might <laughs> uh. just turn on some Marvin's Room, take a dark shower, and cry. If The Fiend loses at WrestleMania, I can't sit through it again. I was, oh, man, that hurt. <laughs> I, that hurt me more than the streak, honestly. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> Come on. I think the streak hurt everyone. It did. It, it, the streak stung, but, like, for me, being yeah. a day one brave, and I was like, come mm-hmm. on, dog. He didn't need to win this match. And, obviously, Elimination Chamber just passed, yeah. and a huge highlight was actually the women's chamber match to determine the number one contender for Becky Lynch's Raw Women's Championship. And while the winner was quite predictable, I would say, <laughs> I'm interested to see what your thoughts are on how they went about the match by essentially showing no threat to Shayna. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I truly get it. But if you were going to do all that, they should have, like, the, the one time... The women should have opened the show or be earlier. It was some shit like that. Or they could have went with her coming out last and everyone's still in the ring. And then she just fucks everyone up mm-hmm. just one by one. But the way they went about it just kind of it killed it for me. But I also wasn't paying attention because, like, I was getting tired and, like, the crowd was dead. So I was dead. Like, I was. I like when the first the match first started. I went to go to the bathroom and was like scrolling on Twitter. I was like, oh yeah, the elimination chamber. Completely forgot. <laughs> I think like, too with like you said, like we knew like they were gonna like show Shayna being dominant, but I feel yeah. like just for me it weakened the whole other women's division. Like we all knew what we were getting into. Shayna was obviously going to win. They didn't have to weaken the rest of the women's division in that sense too. But I don't know, yeah. maybe that's just me. But yeah, I get you completely sense if yeah. she just came out last rather than we just mm-hmm. wait because like when she eliminated i forgot who she eliminated but she was waiting in there with nothing happening for like yeah three she eliminated minutes, Liv, like, and then yeah. her and oscar were just doing like a stare down like, pretty much smash the chamber open or something like we're just mm-hmm. waiting at this point you know people don't got the attention span for this but on the other hand, I must admit that the men's chamber match for the SmackDown tag titles was quite good, with Lindsay Dorado yep. climbing all the way to the they, top and dropping himself, and then Otis plowing through the chamber. Like, <laughs> what are I, your thoughts? I'm a, I know I'm not the only one who noticed this, but something was incredibly off that whole match until, like, halfway through, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, this match is going to be hype, and then the New Day gets him like, oh, yeah, let's go, Kofi, Kofi, Co- what? 
Kofi, are you good? Hello? Is your shoes tight? Like, what? <laughs> Kofi was stumbling, and I'm yeah. like, this is like the sloppiest I've seen Kofi in a minute. But then he, he got his shit back. Like, it was like weird. I'm like, I know I'm not the only one that's noticing that this match is a little off. Like, everybody over here just, they tripping. But yeah, Lindsay lost his damn mind in that match. I don't know. I don't even know. I'm speechless. Because that was like, that's probably my favorite timber spot of all time at this point. Mm-hmm. Because that was wild. Even Otis plowing through. Yeah, well, like, we've never seen was... someone plow through the chamber and then yeah. the whole, like, cage. He plowed through the whole yeah, thing. That was wild. Like, they were just, they lost their shit that match. They were like, you know what, we about to just take <laughs> over. We, we about to be on our, like, at least, finally, the SmackDown tag division felt important. Mm-hmm. because that was a really good match like despite the sloppy start but like uh, everyone got their shit in like uh tucker doing a, a summers a moonsault or not a moonsault mm-hmm. a somersault off the pod. top of the pot mm-hmm. it was pretty good like i enjoyed it if only you know the lucha house party would have been more involved mm-hmm. later in the match rather than just get eliminated that quickly but whatever you know you can't win them all to do yeah. the moonsault or the, the shooting star off the top of the pot. so that's that's just me but should have won <laughs> after all that could you please also tell everyone where they can find you on social media? Um, my Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram are all the same. X3 with four E's. Just, you know, like, everyone just, everyone always thinks it should be three E's, but if you type it out, it just looks ugly. Two E's looks ugly. Four is just right. Just chef's kiss. I'm on YouTube, X3 with four E's. Twitch, if you like games, good times, and you don't have a sleep schedule, I always stream at the most <laughs> ungodly hours of the night. X3 with four E's. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much again for joining me today. I loved yes. chatting with you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm down to do this again. This is really fun. For sure. And that about does it for this episode of A Wrestling Gal Podcast. But I had a really fun time talking to X3, and this was previously recorded before we heard the news about WrestleMania being at the PC. So our kind of thoughts on the WrestleMania matches we were talking about have slightly changed a bit due to the new circumstances. But we still feel the same about the John Cena and Bray Wyatt match, and we do look forward to the Raw Women's championship match but very much looking forward to Edge and Randy Orton and The Undertaker and just everything Wrestlemania. It's going to be a different experience this year with Mania but I'm interested to see how they're going to pull this off with the two day event now being announced so we will see but again don't forget to follow X3 on all his social media platforms. He is super funny and I have very high hopes for him so thanks again guys. 